Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, but on, on CP time. 
Yeah. Yeah, we got to get them out of that, but... Ah! Uh, Nick, man. What's going on in the entertainment world? I know you got something juicy to say today. Well, I, I, as, a, as always, I'm going to leave the juiciest for uh, Talk to Town, but um, there's a lot going on, man. Um, well, actually, this week has been a slow news week. I will say that um, the Soul Train Awards, they just recently announced their nominees uh, for the 2011 Soul Train Awards. Uh, Chris Brown is leading in the nominations, which is, you know, kind of expected. You know, I have a problem with that, though. To be honest, the reason that the Soul Train Awards kind of lost its luster to begin with was because a lot of the people that they were nominated were, sh- were not showing up. And also, Beyonce will be nominated for several awards, and she wouldn't show up. Um, you know, I can remember, um, I, I, I forget, I think it was a Dream who was nominated for like three or four awards, and he was a new artist, and he didn't even show up. And so they were just right. like, you know, we need to sit down for a second. And honestly, I don't want to see him getting, there, getting that way again. I think it's great, you know, of course, for ratings. Yeah, we know Chris Brown's had a great year, so he's got all these nominations. But let's just be honest. You know, the Grammys does this all the time. They'll use those artists for the press, but then they'll give it to the artists that they feel deserve it. Anyway, and I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but it's a lot of these artists out here that they, they don't show up to these black award shows like they do the other ones. You know, they'll break their neck to get to the Grammys. They'll come in all suited and booted for the American Music Awards. But, uh, you know, the Soul Train Awards, they want to come in, you know, with the Versace on or the Gucci on and this and that. And I'm like, come on, y'all. Show the same love that you should. This is why our events never look quite right. Because you looking like you at Essos. <laughs> and you looking like you at yeah. Freak Nick 95. And it's a... I don't know. So I, I can see now, man. Um, probably next couple of years, man. May not have the Soul Train Awards. Well... It's doing pretty well in terms of the ratings, but like I said, what I'm seeing is I'm starting to see a trend of a lot of the people that they're nominating are people that aren't going to show up because, quite frankly, they just don't feel that it's important enough um, to allot their time. Well, see, see, um, if you lose that, if you lose that, you know, you can lose some major advertisement and endorsement because people, you know, advertising, well, 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 we both know about the marketing part. They pay more marketing because, you know, you got certain people that are going to come, and then, you know, the viewers want to see those certain people at certain award shows. So but if they're not showing up, right, they're going to lose you know, that market. You know, you know, that could be money that they could be losing as far as on marketing. I so, feel like this. If you can't show up to my, um, to my award show, whether you were a front runner or not, if I don't see you there that night, nine times out of ten, you're not walking away with an award. Matter it's giving them, it's giving them just it? as much help as this. Go ahead. I was going to say, man, forget our award shows. Forget them. Who need an award? What people need an award for doing the same crap they've been doing for the longest? Forget them. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's fine, and I can understand that, but... Uh, if you look at it from another example, like the Grammys last year, and I applaud the Grammys because in the midst of this year with Wiz Khalifa and Justin Bieber and all these other ones, 
the person who got Best New Artist, Esperanza Spalding, she deserved it. Now, quite frankly, people on the internet were like, oh, I don't know who she is, she's in this, this, and that. It's not based on popularity, it was based on the music. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. Artists like, and, and it's done wonders for her career since then, receiving that Grammy. So, I mean, it does right. help. It helps out right. tremendously. So I don't think it should be done away with. I just think it needs to be reformatted on how they actually do these things. Well, well, I'm in the building. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 well, here we go. You don't know what I had to go through to be here. I'm out on the front lines trying to fight for our country, and I did everything I can to to be here. They consist of getting information about the upcoming election, getting on the ground and getting information about what's upcoming and what we're going to do and the plans for the next upcoming months and how we are plan to, you know, do our local and state elections and what the Obama campaign wants us to start doing. Hello, is that Jim? Yes. Yes, it is. I can't tell. My eyes is, is a little blurry. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Everybody takes a vacation. Al Al takes his little good black man vacations. You know, Kevin has colds. You go off to prison or wherever <laughs> Kevin says that you go, and I take a day. And it's like, oh my gosh, Jen is the villain. She she sounds familiar, y'all. I just I, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it's Jen. Yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, people, we got a nice show planned for you all today. We got some, um, you know, some different topics in which we're going to present to you all today. We're going to do a, a little different style format that we normally have been doing. And uh hope you all are excited to hear what we have to present to you all today. Definitely want you all's opinion on some of the things which we are bringing up. I think that uh, some of the um, topics and current events and stories that we're going to present to you all today. Some of you all have heard, and some of you all that have not have heard may have some concerns about some of these things. And uh, we definitely feel that this will spark a great conversation today. So um, definitely want to try to get into this. Thankful that everybody is on today, including our lovely co-host, Jen. Thank you. Thank you very much. But better than... Yes, that's, that's much better. Okay, we missed you last week, though. I know. We did. I, know. I, I had I had some, some personal issues that I was doing last week, but I am back this week. All right, all right, all right. So, well, fellas, man, it, I think it's time for us to get into it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's make it happen. Oh. Well, I think... Uh, we can start with, uh, I guess we can start with talking about the baby Lisa and the, uh, what's the little girl? Man, look on? here. We are talking about baby Lisa and Jessica, I mean, I'm sorry, Jahesi Shockley. Yeah, there we go. I, I can yeah, pronounce it, it, the first name. Yeah, yes. Jahesi Shockley. Um, if you guys have been following the news, um, a five-year-old black girl by the name of Jahesi Shockley 
has been missing from Arizona since October the 11th. Now, we've seen a whole lot of things go on about um, baby Lisa. And first, let me say this. Uh, Lisa Irwin, you know, we know the, the young baby who they have not found yet. Right. Any missing child is a tragedy and should be given the utmost priority of finding. Let me start by saying that. However, looking at some of these numbers, it is seriously, seriously skewed on the coverage that's given to baby Lisa as opposed to young Jehesky. Right. There are, if you search right now, there are over 4,200 news stories about baby Lisa, any leads or anything like that. However, when you turn around and you talk about Jehesky Shockley, it's only 718. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that that's that's a real big bias. And her mother, the, the mother of Jahesi Shockley, spoke out against it because she said after about two days, it seemed like in their town the police stopped looking. You know, it wasn't until she started making her own noise with news outlets and everything to bring attention back to the case that they say, oh, well, it is our utmost priority to find her. Mm-hmm. But they put the Amber Alert down after two days, which is amazing yeah, to me. Yeah. Every minute when a child is missing is is crucial, mm-hmm. and in t- right. two days it's like an eternity almost. Exactly. So for them to take down her, you know, the, the Amber Alert for her after two days, I'm like, okay, come on now. That's that's just a little bit of something. Like I said, in terms of national coverage, nowhere near any national coverage. As a matter of fact, I think we have a clip for that. If we can go ahead and pull up that clip, we're gonna talk a little bit about this. Let's go ahead and pull up this clip real quick. Want to start an uncomfortable conversation? How's this for an icebreaker? Black women... Begin with an update to the search for a missing Glendale girl. Investigators are scaling back their search for five-year-old Jessie Shockley. It is a move that is surprising to some people this morning. But this doesn't mean that they're giving up on trying to find her. ABC 15's Kimberly Chang is live with what was the command center near 45th Avenue in Glendale. Now, very quiet. Kimberly, I want to talk about that in a second, but first, you were the only person to speak with Jesse's mother exclusively. Tell me about that. Connie, Jesse's mother, through family members, called me and invited me over to the apartment. She said she wanted to get the word out to really give people an image of who her daughter is. She says that she really wants Jesse back home, and that was her plea to the public. Take a listen. Please bring my baby back. Drop her off at a public place. No questions asked, please. Very emotional there. She mentioned to me that she was pregnant. Uh, She is pregnant, rather, and that all she wants right now is to stay strong for her other children and for Jesse as well, and she's hoping that this will turn into a happy ending. Now, police say that they have cleared out of this area because they won't be canvassing as heavily as they were over the past few days, but they do say that the intensity for Jesse's search will continue. Now, this comes on the heels of an ABC 15 investigation which revealed Jesse's mother's uh, shocking uh, child abuse history. You know, we were told that she was sentenced to prison time in California back in 2005 and that her husband at the time, George Shockley, was a registered sex offender. Now, police say they are aware of this criminal history and that it does not play a role in this investigation. They are still searching for Jesse heavily. 
throughout this neighborhood. We can see flyers posted up on trees, on light poles. You know, we've seen the community canvassing the area, knocking on doors over the past few days. And they say that they will continue doing this until they find Jesse, and hopefully they do find her. Connie, that is the goal this morning, and police say the Amber Alert is still in effect, and they will still continue their intelligence work just as strongly as they have been over the past few days. Kimberly, we know that you are there in the neighborhood, and on top of all of this, and we appreciate it, we'll come back to you if uh, more warrants it. Before we continue on talking about this, mm -hmm. i got to say one thing. Black people, I love you <laughs> more than I love any other race on this earth. But if we don't do something about the way we spell these names, oh, yeah, I knew it. I swear I'm done with y'all. I'm going to claim Chinese. <laughs> so wrong. Wu-Tang. Let's get that Wu-Tang. Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. We, 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 we. Come on, man. Shut up. That's wrong. That man ain't got every right to say that because I agree, too. Remember that black lady? I'm sorry, man. Come on. I did think her name was Jessie. I just wasn't going to say anything. I thought maybe you had seen some other kind of, you know, thing. The thing is, it's spelled J-A-H-E-S-S-Y-E. Let me say that again for those of y'all who didn't catch it the first time. J A H E S S Y E. Now you catch Jesse out of that. That is too funny. We gonna feel it different, baby. Ain't nobody gonna get this. You right. Ain't nobody gonna get this. It's horrible, dog. So for Jesse Shockley. Oh my goodness! Okay, let, yeah, let's get back on track. Let me get focused. Right. Who would you call us at first, Mahalia? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Look, let me say something. Oh man, I'm upset because I'm an educated black man, and the fact that, and I'm trying to respect the parents by thinking that they have some type of different name that they may have gotten from the motherland or. Or something. I thought so too. These niggas was high. I'm sorry when they named this child. Anyway, they, they just—they were just trying to be creative in their spelling and and so forth. No, nah, ain't no creativeness in that. They're not at all. <laughs> Look, all right, I'm just let's, to play let's respect this poor baby. Let's respect this poor baby. Thank and and I, I, I really hope. And, and, and let me say this: When li listening to that news clip, I'm listening to them, and the first thing they can't wait to talk about it. They couldn't wait to say it. Mother got the history of child abuse, father registered sex offender, whatever the case may be. Okay, that's fine. I remember when they had Casey Anthony up there before she just completely made herself look like a fool. She was the world's biggest victim. I'm telling you, there is a there's a bias that is in the media. It mm -hmm. has been here, it's, yeah. it, and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. Yeah. And that clip was a perfect example of it. 
Because if you look at it just like that, the police know they have not been looking at it intensely. And I, I look at shows like First 48. They'll go and they'll find a, uh, the biggest drug dealer or, or the, the next biggest drug dealer, whoever shot Jr. They'll go through hell and high water to find him. But with this five-year-old right. girl that is missing... With this five-year-old girl that's missing, all of a sudden, now it's like, okay, well, we can take the Amber Alert down. Or, or we're looking intensely, but we're not going to look around. We're not combing the area. You mean tell me in two days you found everything in this area that you need to comb for evidence? You have no idea what you can find there. And they have cases that have proved it time and time again. You know, so How long Nick, baby Lisa been missing? Nick, I mean, from just reading... You know, reading on this story, the mom is a suspect. The dad was a sex offender. The mom, you know, right. I mean, they had so many issues that, you know, when it comes to our community, man, it's like okay, you know, because I, I remember they they had a little story about this, and it's just it's not just this baby. It's a bias for us in general because I mean, we make up what thirty three percent of all missing reports out there. Now, we have to file a missing report uh, uh, file. Before our child is considered missing, everybody else race. The minute they sit up there and say, "Hey, they missing," they missing. Yeah, they you know missing. what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. our kids have to be gone for three days. Yeah, but did crazy. you all read the? There was an article in Essence. Did you all read it um, by uh, Crystal Brent Zook, a, a professor at Columbia? Do y'all do y'all have a copy of that article? Uh. Uh-uh. Well, anyway, in her article, she talks about the virginal princess. Um, is missing and you know to the media to the world who's appealing who's sexy and she says that the virginal pure blonde princess is missing and it has a lot to do with class and sexuality and ageism not just race Mm. wow and, and she goes on to say that many news directors, editors, and everyday people stereotype men and minorities who turn up missing and assume it's drugs or criminal activity or some sort of pathology. And so if journalists um, consciously or unconsciously expect men and minorities to be crime victims, she said few will consider it newsworthy if that actually happens. Well... I agree, and and I think it is. It was called the missing white woman syndrome, or something of that nature, from something I was reading, where they was just. And I'm not harping on white people out there to all our white listeners. I'm not saying it like that. I am. Truthfully, I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry. They just said on the news today that they had the cadaver dogs over there smelling around baby Lisa's house. She didn't miss her since October third. That's a whole lot longer than two days. Now they just stopped combing this area in Arizona for Jesse for Jesse Shockley after two days because there's there's no more there's nothing else to look for there. It's, yeah. all, it's almost a month later and they're still looking for evidence around that baby's house. The same thing happened with what was her name? The little Roma, girl who was Baltimore. kidnapped and she went down the street. No, this was like the Mormon people. This happened oh, uh, oh, a while yeah. back. Uh, Natalie Holloway. Natalie. Not Natalie Holloway. Natalie Holloway was in Aruba. This girl uh, yeah, was kidnapped by a man and a woman, and they were they were she was taken out of her bedroom. She was like maybe like twelve or thirteen years old. You remember when this happened? Mm-mm. I remember. What you're yeah, about I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and and at the same time, it was a a black little girl. And the same thing happened to her, but the black little girl ran away from the, her captors and made it home. But no one covered that on the news. 
Oh, the one that uh she uh, bit through the duct tape yeah, and she, all that she stuff. Yeah, she chewed through her duct tape and that and was in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was at the same time. Uh, little, I think, was this girl's name. Well, just like with Natalie Holloway, you had the other little black, the uh, young black girl that was missing from Baltimore, and uh, they found her body later on uh, on the riverside. You know, she was dead, but. The thing about it, she didn't get too much coverage until her family just really forced the issue. And she had to go to Black Talk Radio to get that. But see, well, that's, I heard that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, why do we have to do that? Yeah. Why do we have to but you know what? the issue? They don't about consider Jesse. us newsworthy unless we're Antoine Dotson. Yeah. Before we play professional ball. And, and about Jesse's case, missing case, I heard that they handed her family like um something about minority missing reports or something about that has to do with minorities i'm and and my thing was why does this have to be a separate issue what does her being missing have to do with the color of her skin it shouldn't be a separate entity because she's african-american it should be the same entity that looks for everyone I could only imagine how it is for your child to be missing and and not know where your child is at. It, it must be horrific. Well, it's got to be, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on any parent out there. No parent should have to go through that. But but I do think that the they make an that are going through it. Like we heard that mother on that clip. That mm-hmm. she just she didn't say I want them to be brought to justice. They just drop her off in a public place, no questions asked. I just want my baby back. You know, nobody should have to go through that. But you should get the equal amount of co- of coverage. There you go. And I think it's a it's a cheap buyout for news media like MSNBC, CNN to to go ahead and say that it's an unconscious bias where apparently it's not when it happens so much, so much, so like most of the time it, it cannot be unconscious. Nah, it can't be as as much as it happened. Oh no, there ain't no way. Ain't no way you can sit up there and tell me that they sitting up there with a situation like. Every time a black child is missing, they ain't even reporting it. You may see an inkling of it on the news, and depending on what city you live in, shoot. Right. I mean, it it, it takes us beating down doors and, and then literally kicking people in the neck to make something happen. Well, let's look at it like this, Kev. If you remember when they used to put the kids on the back of the milk carton, it was black children, white children, Asian, Spanish, Every nationality, they are like, but when it comes down to this news and putting them on TV and giving them TV time, it's tragically skewed how they do. And my thing is, is it really worth a child? Is it really worth a child's life for you to have good news? Well, they they don't, you know, ratings and all that supersede uh, common sense. Now, Fox News is the perfect example of that. Yep. Yep. Very much that. That's a whole other show in itself. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But, man, you know, if you know of any missing children or see anything, we need to use the social networks and whatever means that we have out here to help these people because if the mainstream media is not going to help you, hey, we got to do it ourselves. That's right. Real talk. Now, right. I mean, we on Facebook every day. We on MySpace every day or whatever site you're on. No, we're not. 
Well, you know what I mean. I'm just saying you got people that's on every day where we can make some type of network where we can conduct our own news within it. And I guarantee you the minute that we start doing that, these things will be shut down. And black people, to our black people who are historically quiet when it has to do with things with the police or anything in that matter, we need to start speaking up. If you see something strange, speak up. I, I don't care if people think of you. Yeah, all that's not snitching, all this. If you see something strange, speak up. Because next time it, it could be your niece or nephew or daughter or whomever. You know, we need to stop being silent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go back and listen to NWA, F the police. Get motivated. Yes, sir. Care is. Man, hardcore uh, man. Well, anyway, all right. All right. Well, well, let's let's uh let's move on to this next topic right here. Mm-hmm. I just ran across this situation. Where I, was, I know if you've been paying attention lately, you've heard about this right here. There's a book. I can't recall the doctor name right off, and I do apologize about that. It's called "It's Marriage for White People Only." Have y'all heard about that? Everybody, yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's something that our community is struggling with, you know, and we, we dealt with it a couple of times on this talk show. And it's amazing to me that we still having this conversation. And everything we talk about, especially with our black women, is dealing with money, education. These are the bases of love now. You got to be educated and you got to have money to be my man. But, right. uh, Let's by Ralph Richard Banks. Ralph Richard Sorry. Banks. Yes, yes, that's that brother. Y'all, let's check this out. I got a clip right here. We got a clip that we're going to play with this brother right here talking about his marriage for whites only. Y'all check this out. Blah, middleman. Here we go. Want to start an uncomfortable conversation? How's this for an icebreaker? Black women should not be held hostage to the failings of black men. They should marry outside of their race. That's according to Stanford law professor Ralph Richard Banks. Black women should not marry down. They should marry out. This comes from a new book he has authored called Is Marriage for White People? And Professor Banks joins us on the filter. Rick, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. The premise at the beginning, why black women are so unlikely to marry. Why is that? Well, black women are unlikely to marry in part because black men are faring so poorly. Uh, as we speak, one in ten black men in their 20s or early 30s are in prison across the country. Uh, one in four will go to prison. At the other end of the spectrum, nearly twice as many black women as men graduate from college. This leaves black women with very few partners. So basically you're pointing out that black women face the thinnest pool of same-race partners in the country. But I'm By sure. Far. But I'm sure there would be a number of black men that would argue that point. Well, a number of black men have argued that point. Uh, And in fact, one of the things I wanted to do with my book is to try to get to the bottom of this. And again, based on national data, uh, the best available information, uh, it simply is the case that black women are outpacing black men along a number of dimensions, educationally, professionally. uh, Lots of black men are quite simply uh, not able uh, to be the type of partners that women want. Are you saying the only way for a black woman to get married is to marry someone who is not black. Well, that's not the only way. Uh, I am saying that uh, uh, if more black women married across racial lines, uh, that would be good for them because more women would have 
uh, stable and enduring relationships. They'd have better relationships, in fact, than they might have with the black men who are available. And they would also benefit the black race because more African-American couples would likely wed as well. Are you suggesting that black men can never overcome the obstacles which you have pointed out? Well, I'm saying many black men do. Uh, so there are lots of black men who are doing just fine. Uh, but it's also the case, and this is a, a national tragedy, I think, that you know, black men are in many ways the most disadvantaged group of people in our society uh, in terms of incarceration, in terms of unemployment, in terms of marginality along all sorts of dimensions. Uh, black men in the aggregate are not faring well. Uh, and that's something that the book tries to come to terms with. Now, stay with me here for a second, Rick. Would it be safe to say that if I came up with this conclusion, I'd be considered racist? I'm white. Would I be considered racist? And, and you probably would be, and I think that's unfortunate, uh, frankly. I do. I think that's unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate that uh, people assume I'm white, uh, or they uh, give my conclusions even more weight because I'm African-American or because my wife is African-American. I think all of those things should not matter. Has anyone suggested that you are racist? Uh, well, people have suggested uh, that I am promoting genocide uh, or that I am uh, supporting the annihilation of the black race. In fact, until yesterday, every single radio interview that I've given was met with at least one caller making such an assertion. So uh, that is an indicator, I think, of how severe are the social pressures on black women to remain within the race, even as everyone else, including black men, increasingly look outside of their race for marital partners. And that was a clip. Marriage for whites only. What are y'all thoughts? What are y'all well, thoughts on that right there? Well, I'll let you go first. No, no, no. Ladies first. Handle your business. I must say, now, let me let me say this disclaimer first. I believe in black love. I think black love is beautiful. I think that if you find love in any capacity, that's good for you. But I do not think that you should be confined by your race, where you say, I only do this or I only do that. If you so happen to fall in love with a man and he so happens to be white, then I think that's okay. And I agree with a lot of what he says. Oh, it's hard out here. It is hard. And if you can hard find love for a pill. Yes. If you can find love in any place, go for it. Okay. And and can I can I say something real quick? Oh, no. I'm, I'm about to uh, explode over here in this chair. Yes. The numbers of black women to men in college, yes, there are twice as many in college. Guess what? Check your other races. Women across the board outnumber men mm -hmm. in general. Thank you. That's the first thing. The second thing, check your numbers. Black women in corporate America, while I am so happy that it is happening, but guess what a lot of these employers are doing? They are knocking out two quotas at one time by having a minority and by having a woman. It does not mean that that sister is not qualified because more often than not, she is more qualified than most of the men in the building. 
However, they are they are filling quotas as they have been doing since integration, since women's rights, since black rights. They've been doing that to Civil make right. sure that they stay away from scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I will say this. And this is something that a friend of mine on Facebook says, and, and Jen, I believe she's a friend of yours too, Lydia Cotton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, she does a series of video blogs, and I, we just, we'll have to get, we're going to have to get her on the show one day. Because there's one thing that she says that I ab- absolutely agree with. There are a lot of women, when they get those numbers up, and they kill me with these numbers, one thing they don't take into is personal accountability. There are some women who simply say, look, I'm focused on my career right now. This is the reason I'm not married. It's not because she's sitting at home every night waiting on the man to be her knight in shining armor. It's because she's out there trying to establish herself, and there's nothing wrong with that. But don't sit there and use those same numbers to say, oh, because black women, because black men aren't standing up, these black women are at home. Stop. First off, stop making our black women look like they're just sitting at the house, lonely creatures with nothing else to do but wait on some dude to come in and rescue them. Right. I, I agree with that. that. However, it is a lot of black women out here who find it hard to find themselves in a relationship. It hey, is hard. It's hard for everybody hey, to find a relationship. Yeah. I'm gonna it's tell hard y'all for everybody to find something. Marriage is down across the board. Nick, I'm, I'm going to say this much. And do you know what I'm saying? Like Jen said, if you fall in love with somebody, that's fine. But lately, lately, they've been promoting a lot of black and white relationships, especially like with black women, white men. And, you know, the brother said that every time he did a radio interview that he at least get one call where somebody would say, hey, uh, you're committing genocide. Now, if you really think about it, to a certain degree he is because if you're promoting our women to go to another race, that child is, you know, that child is going to be black. But if you constantly tell that, you know, if you, and plus I'm going to post that up, you know, later on in the clip, they had two sisters on there. One woman said she'd been married for 31 years. She said she hate the term of marrying down. When in the world has a woman had to marry down? You know what I'm saying? What is that? What is that all about? What What does yeah, love yeah. have what to do with mean? marrying down? Or my education or my monetary means? If you love me, all those other things can go. You can be educated by the best colleges in this country. Let something happen to you. Get in an accident and your mind get rattled. Your brain get rattled. Right. You lose all that knowledge. Or everybody in the United States is the economy. Money. Yeah. How about exactly. that? Because I know plenty of people with degrees that serving money. tables right now. Exactly. Exactly. But my, my overall point is, you know, it's not the fact that marriage is only for white people. I think if we're taught the traditions of what the values of what marriage really is, we can respect it more. Like y'all said, mm-hmm. a lot of our sisters and brothers are right. on this tip of, Man, I don't need nobody right now. I got slim. I got good pickings. I hear best for the brothers and for the sisters. Oh, dang it! I got to compete against everybody. You know it's crazy. Yep. 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 Hey man, um, our people over on the chat board, uh, riding dirty radio, said, "How are you gonna be a wife when you can't be a girlfriend?" Ooh. What's that supposed to mean? Hey. What is that supposed to mean? Are you saying okay. that black hey, women can't on, be girlfriends? No, 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 Jen, no, Jen. I'm gonna that, 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 that's not what you mean by that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Nick. I'm gonna break that down because that's what happened to me uh, a few times in my life. Mm. A girl gonna tell me that I would be a good husband, but 
she she and I can't be boyfriend and girlfriend. I've heard that twice in my lifetime. So in order, I, I look I look at it like this. So right now, what, what, what you're saying is, and like even if I wanted to marry you, I can't because how can I marry you if you if we can't start off as boyfriend and girlfriend? I'm not gonna just jump on the boat when you say you ready to get married. No. Well, exactly. that's not what that, those women meant by that, Al. I, sure. I don't think. I really? think they meant to you. No, this is what I think they meant. Now, this is wrong uh, because ladies out here, Al is a good man. He is black, white, whatever. Al is a good guy. However, a lot of women don't want that. At their time, they're not ready for that guy. They want to have fun. They want to do that. A lot of women are attracted to the dog meow syndrome. So what you mean? I'm not saying right, but a lot of girls are attracted to that. They like to be dogs out. And so somebody like you. Is having fun? I'm not saying that that's right. It's not fun to me, but a lot of girls are attracted to that. Okay, you know for a fact, a lot of girls are attracted to that. I want somebody to dog me out. And you're nice. You're not going to be that person that avoids a phone call or does that or does. If know, somebody's attracted to that gene, they's a damn fool. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad they gone out your life, Al, because you deserve better. I am too. I am too. Okay, but let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Jeff. Okay. If that's the case, going off of the premise that some women just are just attracted to that, that's not what they want or whatever. Okay, so how can those same women turn around and be mad at a man that says he doesn't want commitment? Those aren't the same women. You, you know what? How sometimes it's so women? easy to compartmentalize people. You know what? Those women are are not going to be the banner for all women. There are a lot but of educated, but, but, good women out here what? that are looking for relationships. There are a lot of hood rat uh, uh, people <laughs> out there, too, that don't know how to act, and they don't deserve good black men or any kind of good man. And don't then, compartmentalize yeah, women in one category. You're absolutely right, but guess what? Guess what? More often than not, women compartmentalize men all the time. Or 
Everybody doesn't get the the treatment that you would give your husband or that you would give someone that that is a good boyfriend or whomever. They take that one man that's hollering at them at that one time and put them in that compartment and try to treat them with how they would treat somebody good and expect good in return, knowing they have a Pookie or a Raekwon or whoever, and it's just not going to work. And, and that's their fault, and it happens to a lot of women because they want that so bad, they try to make a reality out of something that's, that's not real. They try to make a reality of this good, you know, imaginary relationship out of someone who is not that person. And, and that's what a lot of women who Jen, need to self-examine themselves learn. Jen, there's a lot well, of women out there that's falling into this whole little mind state that, you know, I could do bad by myself. I don't need no man, black man, or this. Right. I mean, we just right. we, we caught up with so many. Like um, last, what well, the other week when uh, uh, what's her name, um, Shy Boogie came in. Shy Boogie and, was on. And, and you know what I'm saying? She she made a great statement when she said, "Our race, men and women, are so damaged." Basically, I'm just paraphrasing, but we basically damaged to the point where we can't have a good relationship. But it's so crazy that. Women, our women don't realize that they have so much power to either make it work or make it not work. Only thing they got to do is stop this neighbor damn body else, realize what they got Thank in front you. of them, stop trying to live for the day and plan for the future and make something better for themselves. They'll make it better for that man. And that man doesn't need to step up, do the same damn thing. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people aren't in that mindset to accept that. You are strong. You are part of a good population. But a lot of people aren't in a position or a lot of people aren't in the mindset to accept that and to act on it. There are a lot of wounded. I agree with, you know, the guests, I, that there are a lot of wounded, damaged people out here that need to do a lot of self-repair before they even consider being in a relationship with someone else. Well, I, I mean, um, old Ryan Dirty said, uh, women can't judge every man by their last. Thank you. I and I'm tired of taking, I'm, I'm tired of taking the short end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? But no, 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 Alan, what I'm, no, Alan, what I'm tripping off of, why do, like you said, you tired of taking the short, why you gotta take the short end of the stick? Why all these women sitting up here talking about they can't find a good man? They get used up, ran through and everything else. Then come back and be like, well, I want a good man. He better have this type of money. He better have this kind of car, this kind of education. When you ain't like, like you said, what you say all the time, Nick? You ain't, you want a Barack, you ain't Michelle? Matter of fact. Exactly. And my thing is, and, and this is my thing about it, I absolutely agree with Jen. It's like Jen always says, if you want a queen, you need to act like a king. But it goes the other way around. If you want a king, you better damn sure act like a queen. Because I'm sorry, that, that right. Cinderella story stuff, they need to get, see, that's the problem. It's just, just like Jen said a little bit earlier, with this, it's fantasy versus reality. And unfortunately, and I have not read this brother's book yet, I don't want to prejudge it, but that's just based on the oh, words yeah. that came out of his mouth. I will say that it's books like this. Basically, what these people do is they see something that is, it's, it's not because, I'm not writing this book because there's a need to fix this. No, they're not writing because there's a need to fix it. They're writing because they can capitalize off of it monetarily. Hold on, Nick. You want to tell you something that was funny about that whole conversation he had? And now I don't know if it was in the clip that we just played, but the dude that was questioning him asked him a simple question. So you telling me your wife made a mistake when she married you. 
And his his answer was, no, I hope not. And he was saying basically that by his wife having more op- options and opportunity to marry someone else outside of, of her race, it would make him step up and be a better person. No, it won't. Because if, if you want to be a better person, you're going to be a better person. Period. Exactly. The moment that you decide that you're going to be a better person for somebody else, that's when you're dooming yourself. That's when you. That's what you call codependence. You have to be best for yourself. You for have yourself. to be best for yourself. Right. I can't come into this situation saying I need you to make me the better person. Now, don't get me wrong. It is wonderful when you find somebody that can bring out the best in you. But not it's absolutely that, that person is an asset. But they shouldn't go. They shouldn't have to bring it out. I shouldn't have to bring out the best in my fiance. My fiance shouldn't have to bring out the best in me. We bring out the best in each other because we just compliment each other like that. That's that's how it should be. Those are the type of things that make. Those are the boundaries for a real solid relationship and get to know each other first. And I just think that books like these and the way he was talking is just a way. To, it's a way for him to prey on weak-minded people, both black, white, male, and female, to make money. He's not doing this for this grand crusade of, I've got to save our race. If you really felt this way, if this was really a real concern for you, you would be doing like somebody like Steve Harvey put the mentoring program together to show, to, to grab as many black fathers as you can to go and pick up some of these young men who don't have fathers around and show them what it is to be a man. If you were really about that, you would take the steps that people do with these mentoring programs, or like Ruben Sutter does when he does a summer camp every year. He brings in kids and he teaches them they have a passion for something. He Teaches them how to foster that passion and make a better life for themselves. If you really felt that way, there are plenty of ways that you can do it by being involved in your community, not by not by feeding into stereotypes and making a book so you can make money off of people and all their miseries. And that's basically what it was, and that's what it is, and that's what it's always going to be. Anytime, in my opinion, the way that we're struggling in our community with our men and our women, and I'm looking at the next generation. And I'm looking like, whoa, we got a, man, we got a crisis on our hand, dude. I don't yeah. care what nobody say. Yeah, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's getting worse, man. Well, you know what, oh, yeah. man? Let, let's do this right here. Let, let's let's wrap some of all this up right here because I think this right here is something we need to bring more people in and, and get into a a situation where we get more opinions on this. If you're listening out there you go or, or you're listening uh, via download after the show's over, go back and tell somebody, hey, we need to start tuning in a little bit more to this show and see what these people are talking about because we definitely want to hear you guys' opinion because you are a part of our community, be it white, black, brown, green, orange, yellow. Hey, we are part of the human race. That's right. Um, I know Al had something there that he wanted to talk about for a second. I, I don't know if you want to get into it, Al, but... Uh, uh, it's on you. Yeah, I mean, you know, for the sake of time, you know, but you know, we can definitely get into what I wanted to bring out in depth, but, uh, you know, we'll just save it for another time. Yeah, let, how about this? Let's let Jen tell us what's going on with President Obama. Matter of fact, we can talk about this real quick. Hopefully yeah. we don't go over. This doggone Herman Cain sucker. If right. your poll is on you, can somebody, somebody, the next time you see Herman Cain, slap him with a pair of white gloves. Make him understand himself. Now, get, 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 get I, I, the next slap. 
First of all, I don't think Herman was Herman McCain or whatever is <laughs> Herman Kane. I I just I yeah. really like it makes my skin crawl. I don't think he's really running for I don't think he's serious about running for the president for these for these reasons. Number one, I don't know if any of you caught the Republican debate last week hosted by Anderson Cooper. If you didn't catch it, go back and watch it on YouTube. It's hilarious. It was really cutthroat. At one mo- at one point, I thought that um, Rick Perry and Mitt Romney might fight. Yeah, like uh, that's how fight, it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but Herman Cain does not. He he talks, but he has nothing to back it up. When you're running from the pe- for the president, you must have clear cut ideas, and you have, must have clear cut explanations. Just like he's a cop out. He made statements about, um, for an example, he made statements about his views on um, uh, uh, pro-choice and, and pro-life, where he said that he was pro-life earlier, you know, before this whole presidential thing was going on. He made some pro-choice kind of statements about, you know, the government shouldn't be involved. And now he's coming out and he's retracting his statements. I, I think that Herman Cain is Herman Cain is going to come out with a book. Just like uh, Sarah Palin, he's a character, and and I think it's it's sad to waste time on him when our real focus needs to be on who the real president um, presidential candidate will be, which is going to be Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. more than likely, or or Rick Perry, which I, he keeps messing up. So more, more than likely, it's going to be Mitt Romney. Well, he was and we need chosen to get ready by them for, people, though. Huh? I said Perry was chosen by them people, though. Real talk. Pe- Rick Perry Until is like a he Sarah Palin. Yeah, he's like a Sarah Palin. He's dumb. He opened his mouth. Yeah, he yeah. opened it. He's dumb. Yeah. He's very dumb. He doesn't even problem. know what he's talking about. <laughs> it should have gave him and, a and, and let me say this. I, I'll say this much, and I'm going to let Jen get right back to it. Where a lot of people, a, a lot of news outlets, I'm not going to say their name in particular, where they messed up was when they thought for a second that Chris Christie was going to run, they began themselves to bash all the other Republican candidates and tear them down. And when Chris Christie said, I am not running, then it's like, okay, we've done the damage to ourselves. Yes, it is. Now all three of them look like jokes. And Mitt Romney is going to get it simply because of the fact that he's the best of the worst. Yeah, he's the best of the worst. Um, they they don't like him. a lot of Republicans don't like Mitt Romney because of um, they call it Romney Care. Um, he had a very similar similar health care plan it was the basis um, of in the Massachusetts. Plan. Yeah, and it was the basis of our current health care plan. And actually, right. I think our health care plan should have went further. I think that we should have had a singular non payer system like the other countries do in the rest of the world, where it doesn't cost you any money to go to the doctor, no matter how rich or poor you are. It shouldn't be, you know, and and I think oh, we'll that bankrupt it, the country. I'm not paying no, nobody. How, else. We, no other country is bankrupt. But back to Herman Cain, I, I think that Herman Cain isn't <laughs> focused. I think that he he's a Sarah Palin, and I think that he's he's not someone to take seriously. Like I, I said, he's if you, genuinely surprised that he became this popular. Yeah, I think so too. He has right. something like he owns a company called Grand. Uh, granddaddy's or Godfather? It's Godfather. 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 I don't even. Know. I've never heard of that even before. Yeah, it's out of Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know I. And and he's a reverend. It's not that good. He's a reverend. To what? The yeah, devil? he's a reverend. He's Reverend Herman Cain. 
Yeah, I and one thing that I have lot, you know, everyone has an opinion. Personally, I'll say this: my father is Republican. I don't, I don't think that it's, and he's black. I don't think that it's impossible to be black and Republican because before this whole Tea Party racist movement, the Republican Party was about being fiscally conservative, about you know, about checks and balances with money, and and a lot of their points I respected. But one thing that Herman Cain said that I cannot and will not respect and that I think is disgusting is that he said that racism in this day and age is non-existent. And that for a black person to say that they are held back because of race is ridiculous. And to down the institutions that got him where he is, I think is very hypocritical and disgusting. If, if they didn't have affirmative action, or they didn't have the the people that that laid the path to 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 you know the um, the business people in the world that came before him that laid the path for African Americans of today, he would not be where he's at. And mm-hmm. to just be so dismissive about it, mm-hmm. I think it's disgusting as a black person. I don't care what those white people have offered you. I don't care what they're saying to you or how many have backed you. Some things you shouldn't give up on as a person and I and I think it's just sad and also I, I think it's sad for him to recant his pro-choice you know view if, you, if you're pro-choice be pro-choice be strong about your opinion it's so funny to me that the, the Republicans do not like big government and everything but just certain things the government I don't think that I think that things like abortion and some choices are personal and it's no business of mine or the government what you choose to do as a person. Well, that sounds like that's hey. If, if y'all just tuning in to this show, hey, that's cool. But you got three in one today. Right. Three topics for the price of one show. Make sure y'all tune in next week to this show. We I'm always going to say this on. too. Everybody log on to change.org or mybarackobama.com and Type in your zip code and find out what's going on in your local communities. It's time to hit the streets. It's about to happen, y'all. We're we're really we're ready to start this war. Going in, going in. Let's get to this talk of the town, y'all. Thank you very much, there, Jen. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Here we go. Talk of the town, Nick Eaton. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eaton, and I'm here with the talk of the town. Tyler Perry and Kim Kardashian. Hello, how are you doing? It looks as though Kim Kardashian will be adding acting to her budding empire. She has just been handed a starring role in the new Tyler Perry film titled The Marriage Counselor, which begins filming in Atlanta on October 26th. Nigga, is you crazy? Actress Journey Smollett will play the title character of Judith, the Ivy League educated relationship counselor who is having trouble keeping her own marriage together. Kim plays Judith's co-worker, Ava, who gives her a makeover that boosts her confidence in the midst of her struggles. Judith eventually finds herself in a dilemma when she rekindles a relationship with an old college flame. They said it's not a you niggas money! Former B2K member Lil Fizz is being sued by the state of California for illegally operating a marijuana dispensary. What? A marijuana dispensary. What? A marijuana dispensary. Huh? A marijuana dispensary. Okay! Though marijuana is illegal in the state of California, it is legal to sell the product with a confirmation of state approval in some places. Lil Fizz managed a Little Amsterdam dispensary in West Hollywood for almost a year and a half before he was sent an order to close the shop. In the pending lawsuit versus the state of California, Lil Fizz is being sued for over $1 million in addition to over $700,000 in legal fees. Motherfucker, you buy that? This is your man Nick Eaton, 
and this is the talk of the town. You know you're stupid, right? Yeah. What I do? <laughs> you might have like karma. You really might have like Oh, oh man, that's horrible. That's horrible, man. <laughs> They didn't tell the rich people weeds by the way from them. They, they, oh, they, 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 they legal marijuana is big business in California. I it's, know. I mean, it's big, big, big business. I know. They just voted it. Let, let, let me say this much. Um, West Hollywood isn't the rich people. And I'm not saying anything. I'm not accusing Lil Fizz of anything. But uh, West Hollywood is notorious for being a spot for upper middle class Gay uh, homosexual. Whoa. Oh, he got a kid. Oh, he gay. That boy, that Whoa. boy, flaming. That boy, gay. B two K is Lord. gay. Why All of them. They gay. They was they was coerced to be gay by that that they manager, Chris. Uh, like Stokely, like whatever. You're not coerced to be gay. Either you're yeah, gay he, or he, he coerced them to be gay. I, t- I said it before. I know people that got sucked into it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Well, hey, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know why they won't sit up there and let them folks smoke that weed. Don't do what they gotta do. I don't trip on nobody smoke weed. As long as you ain't, they, as long as it ain't inhibiting and your performance, it's messing you up. It's, you should be alright. Well, look at it. They're not trying to put him in jail. They're not putting. Him, they're not trying to put him in jail. They're just trying to get the money that they would have taxed him for. You're talking about 1.7 million dollars that they want off of him. He's been running for a year and a half. Right. That's. It has nothing Boy, to do with him. Boy, pay them taxes and go on. No, they I don't know if y'all know. They they have they they voted it down where they can't. They, legal marijuana. You know the dispensaries it ain't working no more. All the shops they had so many hours to close down. It was like last week. So all those little spots had to close down. So you can't buy um, medicinal marijuana no more in uh, Cali. Hmm. Yeah, you know that? No, I thought it was still puff puff pass. Ain't no puff puff pass on there right there. That's so thirty. Done. Well, it was a great show, y'all. Next week, hopefully, we have a great one coming up this Thursday with Nick Eaton. You got a guest. Oh yes, this coming Thursday we will have jazz neo soul artist Monet Cherie. So she will talk to us about her new album Life Size Mirror and her inner workings as a female independent artist in the music business. So tune in and listen to some grown and sexy music. We're gonna be talking Monet Cherie this coming Thursday, eight p.m. Eastern Time, seven p.m. Central Time. Negroes, get it right. Hey, what's your favorite word to say? Thank you. Late or take in? <laughs> what? Man, no, oh, man. I'm late, out, man. late. I'm out, man. <laughs> the middle man shouted, beat Chris shouted. Nah, I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, go take a listen time out. Take a minute, shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world, you destined to earn some. Linda, yeah, comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand, stop complaining.
complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man, cause he was down the wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m. Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Yeah, Al. You gotta step. You gotta step it up, man. You gotta step it up, Al. You know. It's called Jeez. really. It's called self esteem. Really, Kevin, you gotta have it, man. You gotta believe in yourself. Really. I believe really, in all the children. Something, something, something. Oh, yes, okay, yes, I'm done. Something. It's <laughs> going down. Peace out. Yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.